0: Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I have a topic that I want to talk to you about, and it's really important to me because it's something that I am personally going through right now. And I feel like a lot of you guys might be going through it too. It has everything to do with goal setting and staying consistent and the pressure of that. So, if you are someone who is working towards a specific goal or maybe multiple goals, and You might be feeling discouraged because you haven't stayed consistent, then really turn the volume up on this. You're going to want to hear these thoughts that I have. And just so you know, these thoughts have come from different sources of personal development that I've been doing lately. One of them is actually a workout. I've been doing a workout program where the personal trainer has actually been talking about self-care and self-love. And she said something the other day that just made my jaw drop open. And it made me think like, oh my gosh, This is for me. This is something that can help me stay consistent towards my goals. And then the other thing was actually a social media post that my twin sister sent to me. It was about consistency and it was a visual depiction of what consistency looks like. And again, it just blew my mind and made me feel like it was attainable and doable for me even though I have felt like I haven't been on my A game lately. I've been skipping certain tasks that I feel I should be doing. So I've got two tips for you at the end here that I truly think are going to blow your mind as much as they did for me. But I want to give a little bit of background first. So let's just dive into that. First and foremost, there's so many different types of goals that we can be working towards at any one time. For myself, I am constantly working on the goal of drinking more water throughout the day. I also have a lot of life, personal life goals, like doing the laundry and more specifically, not taking two weeks to fold it and put it away. So do my laundry a little bit quicker, making homemade meals, exercising consistently, or it might be a professional goal. I might try to produce a certain amount of content each week for my YouTube channel or my Instagram and Facebook pages or my podcast. And all of these goals require certain tasks. You know, let's take making a homemade meal as an example. It's not just making the meal, it's going grocery shopping or making a list of groceries and ordering it through Instacart or some type of online platform. And then once you get the groceries, you have to put them away. Then when you're ready to make the meal, you have to get the food out, chop it up, prepare it, fully cook it, and then you get to enjoy the meal. So it's not just a goal and it's one thing that you have to work towards. It's lots of different things. And I know you guys know this. And my current goal that I am prioritizing of course, I still want to drink water, make homemade meals, do my laundry quicker. In addition to those goals, my main goal that I am prioritizing right now is stressing less. I feel like I often actually don't feel stressed, but my body is telling me otherwise. You may have heard this story from me before or not, but. When I was in physical therapy school, I got to tell you, I nerded out. I loved PT school. It was just so intriguing. I was interested in almost everything that we were being taught. However, I clearly was stressed. I didn't feel stressed. If anyone were to ask me if I was stressed, even during finals, I would have said no. However, my hair started thinning. So my body was telling me to slow down, that I am feeling stressed. And then several years later, I got a new job that I, again, absolutely loved. It was a new opportunity, new growth opportunities as well. I was so excited about it. I loved my work there. I didn't feel stressed, but I was having a lot of GI issues. And I've realized that even if you're not feeling stressed, your body will tell you. And when you have MS, this is no different. If anything, it's just even more exaggerated. You might be feeling more fatigued or more weakness, or maybe even more symptoms. Maybe you feel like you're experiencing a pseudo flare or a pseudo relapse. In which case, clearly our bodies are stressed in some way, shape, or form. And that was the first thing that was really eye-opening to me is realizing we might not feel a certain way, but our bodies will tell us. So I'm experiencing things now that are similar to those past experiences where my body is telling me that even though I'm loving what I'm doing, I am stressed. So the way that I'm breaking down this specific goal are things like, Meditating, even if it's just for five minutes, journaling. And as with the other goals that I talked about earlier, it's not just one thing. It's not just, okay, stress less, and that's all you need to do. There's lots of things that we can do to have less stress in our lives. And so I just made a quick list off the top of my head about a week ago, because that's when I realized this is something that I need to prioritize. So the list that I have includes meditating for five minutes each morning reading a book or coloring. Those are two things that bring a lot of calmness into my life. I would love to do about a 15 or 20 minute stretch session every afternoon, potentially after lunchtime, just to calm myself down throughout the day journaling each morning, journaling what's on my mind, getting everything out of my head and onto paper. And then finally doing brain gym exercises. I don't know if you guys have heard of the brain gym. This is something that's actually somewhat newer to me, but it fascinated me. And so I brought someone from brain gym into the missing link and they were our guest speaker of the month this month. And we learned various exercises and strategies to allow our bodies and our brain to turn off the fight or flight mode. And a lot of our bodies, my mine included, are constantly in fight or flight mode. And there are certain things that we can do to turn that off, which therefore can reduce stress, reduce cortisol, and therefore I decided as soon as we had that guest speaker call, I'm going to implement the exercises that we learned there. Also, side note, if you are a Missing Link member and you haven't listened to that yet, definitely tune in, go to the guest speaker section and find it. You will definitely regret it if you don't listen to it. And if you're not a Missing Link member, but you want to hear from our expert guest speakers, I'll put a link in the show notes where you can learn more about the program and see if it would be a good fit for you. So these are the five things that are on my list of things to do that can potentially help me stress less. However, it still feels out of reach. My first thought is I've tried to do these things before and it didn't work. I didn't stay consistent, but that's where the two personal development things I learned recently that I'm going to share with you come into play. So the first thing was from the personal trainer that I'm working with virtually. And what she said was, that it's really important to do less of things, especially if you're trying to implement more self-care, that it's important to stress less. It's important to do less. But if you are someone who is a multitasker or an overachiever, which admittedly, I am both of those, if you have that personality type, doing less doesn't feel right. We're so used to doing more and going above and beyond that doing less does not come natural to us. And therefore it's harder to stay consistent at things that we're trying to do less of. So my personal trainer suggested just changing the narrative. Instead of thinking of stressing less or doing less of something, do more relaxation, do more self-care, do more rest. So you can think of it by doing more of the things that will allow you to have less stress. And that was the first thing for me that just blew my mind. I was like, wow, I can do that. I can do more rest. I can do more reading. I can do more coloring. I can do more meditation. I can do more of my brain gym exercises. That to me feels so much more doable than stressing less or doing less work, doing less X, Y, Z. So that was the first thing that really helped me to view things in a different way where it actually makes me feel like this goal that I have is doable and it is realistic for me by doing more of these certain things. So I hope that that rings true for a lot of you guys and that opens your mind to view things in a different way. The second thing was the social media post that my twin sister sent me. And if I can, I will post it in the show notes of this episode. So you can actually see it. I'm a visual learner. So seeing things is the best way that I can learn. And This photo was a picture comparing what we think consistency looks like versus what consistency actually is. And the picture of what we imagine consistency to be and to look like, looked like doing all the tasks every day. So in my example, I would meditate, I would read a book, I would do a 20 minute stretch session, I would journal and do my brain gym exercises every single day that that's what consistency means is doing all the things every single day. However, what consistency actually looks like is doing some things most days. And maybe some days you do all the things, maybe other days you do just one thing. And then another day you do about half the things, but it's not all the things every day, it can be just one thing every day or two things. It can change. Yesterday could have been different than today, which is different from tomorrow. And seeing that image helped me to remember that it's not all or nothing. You know, people with my personality of overachiever and multitasker, we want to do all the things. And it can be very easy to feel like you're lacking because you're not doing all the things. But this picture for some reason to me, was a great reminder that it's not all or nothing. It's not all the things consistently. It's some of the things consistently, and it changes each and every day. And that consistency will lead you towards your goals. I see this all the time with my Missing Link members where they, of course, want to be really consistent with their exercises and if they trip themselves up for a while and they fell off track and they're not doing their exercises, it can feel really hard to come back to them. And what I suggest 100% of the time is start with one exercise and just do one round of as many as you can with good quality. And maybe it's only five and that's great. Or maybe it's 10 and that's great. It doesn't matter what the number is, just choose one exercise. And once you are consistent with that, then maybe add a second or add a third, but it can change each day. So today, maybe you just did one exercise. That's amazing. Tomorrow, maybe it's three. The next day, maybe it's one. And I would encourage all of us, including myself, that on the days that it's less than the days where we do more, don't feel guilty about it. Don't feel bad about it. You are still doing exactly what you should be doing to stay consistent. So to recap, my main two points here are pick the wording that feels best to you. If you are someone that feels like it's more attainable to reach your goals by doing less of something, by doing less work, focusing on X, Y, and Z less, uh, scrolling your phone less, anything doing it less then use that to your advantage. However, if you're someone like me with my personality and it feels better to do more of things, then choose that wording, do more relaxation, do more rest, more meditation. They both will result in the exact same outcome. The only difference is how it feels to you. And if it feels good, you're going to replicate that. You're going to be able to stick to what you say you're going to do because it feels like something that's attainable. And the second tip is to understand that consistency looks different daily, but regardless, again, it leads to the same goal. You do not need to do all of the things every single day in order to be consistent and reach your goals. It's going to change. You're gonna have some days that you do lots. You're going to have other days that you do little, but it doesn't matter. It leads to the same results. I hope you found this helpful and that it resonates with you because I know all of us, MS or not, have a lot of goals in life that we want to work on. And it's important that while we are working on goals, we also feel fulfilled and excited and joy. So hopefully these tips can do those things for you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes, along with links to my social media handles.